from the gospel today? Jesus said to them, Did you not, did you not know that I must be in my Father's house? In the name of the Father, Son of the Holy Spirit. Friends, um, it's only been about a hundred years um, now. It's only been about a hundred years since uh, Christmas has been popular among most Christians. It's always been popular with Catholic Christians, but non-Catholic Christians um, have been divided. Most of them against Christmas. I think when the Christmas cards began to be produced uh, by factories, I think that's when people started getting on board with, you don't, you don't send Christmas cards? Oh. I think that's really what, what, uh, what pushed it, pushed the needle, if you will. Um, when the pilgrims came over in 1620, it was a hun- over a hundred years since the beginning of the conquest of Mexico. But they weren't, they weren't settling in Mexico, they were settling in Massachusetts. You know when the pilgrims came, they made it a point on December 25th to work because they, did, they were not going to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Um, oh, what was that about? Well, the, the pilgrims came from Europe. They crossed the Atlantic Ocean to come here. And um, they were Christian. Um, but they had seen so many Christians back in Europe. And nothing says Merry Christmas like getting drunk for Christmas Day. Yeah, 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 it's the birth of Jesus. Okay, it says it's okay, we can get drunk now. So I'll get drunk. Okay, there you go. And they didn't want that for their kids. They, uh, they, uh, they say, get in the car. We're we're going. The um, and so they came over here and they worked on Christmas Day. Now, of course, we know that the pilgrims did not drink uh, alcohol. No, that's not true. First Thanksgiving, we know a lot about the first Thanksgiving. They had alcohol. They. They, uh, they like to shoot their guns. I wouldn't exactly mix those two things, right? Drinking and shooting guns. But anyway, that's what the pilgrims did at the first Thanksgiving. They just didn't believe that anybody had, any Christian had permission to get drunk. And you know, the pilgrims were right. I think pil- people confused the pilgrims with their nearby neighbors who were also, who were also Christians, not Catholic Christians, but the Puritans had some very unusual ideas about everything. So people just say, oh, they're all p- p- pilgrims, Puritans. They're with P. It's all the same thing. It's not, that's true, no? The, the pil- it wasn't the pilgrims who burned the witches. The Puritans did, right? But anyway, we're getting off track there. So the, the first Christmas of the pilgrims, they did not celebrate it. They would not celebrate it. Not on a plane, not on a train. Oh, I meant that's green eggs and ham. Um, <laughs> but they wouldn't do it anyway. The um, in um, in 1776, so 1620, go forward to 1776 on Christmas Day. Uh, General George Washington at Valley Forge was about to see his whole army evaporate. January 1st, most of his men were going to go home. So what did he do? He got them all together and they crossed the Delaware River, which had been iced over, into Trenton, New Jersey. 
so many of the men suffered terribly from the snow and ice. They didn't have proper shoes. They tied rags around their feet. They left bloody footprints in the snow. Don't you wonder why anybody lives up there? Anyway, the, um, and they, the British forces, well, the British had hired some Germans from Hess. They were called Hessians. The British had hired some soldiers and staffed them there in Trenton. These men were from Europe. General Washington said to himself, you know what? We're going to go over there on Christmas night and we are going to attack the next morning because they're all going to be drunk. That's what happened. Who knew? Yeah. You know, if, if that's the way to celebrate Christmas, I'm with the pilgrims. I don't want anything of it. Exactly. The um, um, St. Peter... I love St. Peter. Um, St. Peter the Apostle, someone who, um, who understood that he had, um, he loved Jesus, but he had been a, a traitor to Jesus, like Judas. He was a traitor to, to Jesus. He denied he knew him. In one of his letters, St. Peter says, stay sober and alert. Your opponent, the devil, is prowling like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Now, when St. Peter says stay sober and alert, he doesn't mean just alcohol. You know, you can drink too much alcohol and get drunk, but you can get drunk by being overly angry, uh, too much lust, too much gossip. There are many ways that we can have um, um, too much and we are now uh, no longer sober. Think of the people. If, if somebody last night had too much to drink or too much of whatever, they were distracted from whatever it was they were supposed to be doing, like protecting themselves and others around them, they could easily have died as a result, right? I saw, um, I saw in, the, in the news yesterday, some guy was one of these... Um, these overlooks, you know, on the, on the side of a mountain, they have a place where you can pull over and take a look at the, the beautiful scenery. And um, he, um, I think he was around, he was in his early 20s, and um, he fell off. Uh, they figure he was looking down at his phone. Maybe he was trying to take a picture, but he fell off the cliff. He died. He was distracted. See, this is why the pilgrims were so against Christmas. Um, they, they knew they weren't going to change other people, but they didn't want their kids to be distracted. The, uh, three years ago, Pope Benedict wrote uh, this uh, book, Jesus of Nazareth. It's the last of three books that he wrote. He wrote uh, a general book, Jesus of Nazareth. Then he wrote one for Holy Week, and uh, Lent and Holy Week and Easter. And then he wrote this one. This one has to do with the infancy narratives, the stories about the birth of Jesus. It's only about 125 pages. You can get it on Kindle, too. It is tremendous. Uh, he's got a chapter in here on today's gospel. Um, it's the epilogue. Um, it's titled, The Twelve-Year-Old Jesus in the Temple. 
And uh, Pope Benedict, whenever you read Pope Benedict, you get so much out of it. <coughs> so um, here's just a few lines from Jesus of Nazareth by Pope Benedict. He's talking about Jesus. Um, Jesus uses the word must in today's gospel. Jesus used, used the word must, and Jesus acts in accordance with what must be. Uh, Jesus, who is the Son of God, Jesus, who is the Son, the child, he must be with his Father. Um, the the um, um, Jesus has a readiness to submit to God's will. He has a readiness to submit to the will of his Father in heaven. Jesus must suffer greatly. Jesus must be rejected. Jesus must be killed. And Jesus must rise again, as he says to his disciples. Um, Jesus is already bound by must, even at this early hour. He's only 12 years old. He must be with the Father. And so it becomes clear that what some might consider disobedience to Mary and St. Joseph is in reality the actual expression of his obedience to the will of his Father. I won't read any more, but it's a beautiful, uh, a beautiful line, some, a beautiful paragraph about today's gospel. Um, when I grew up, there were many people around me who were believing Christians. I would say the same thing for you adults. You look around at uh, children today, they don't have that. They really do not. So uh, parents and grandparents, we have to step in and take up the slack because it's a terrible thing. Not only do they not, not only are they not Christian, they are actively working against Christ and his church. I'll give you an example. Remember November 13th? The, uh, the shootings in San Bernardino, California? Yeah. The next day, November 14th, on the other side of the country, in New York, a newspaper had a black cover with white letters. And this is what was on the front page of the New York newspaper. Prayer can't repair this. Yeah, you know, whenever I have a question about my faith in Christ... I always look for a New York newspaper to solve it for me, you know, because they always they're always so serious about their faith in Christ. Yeah, remember the old movie, The Wizard of Oz, right? Remember the line that the Wicked Witch of the West says to Dorothy, "I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog too." I can just hear these words coming out of the mouth of of her the ones that were on the front page of the newspaper. Prayer, prayer can't repair this, and your little dog too. The, um, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. When these people, uh, I'm just imagining, uh, something like that, after, as, if, as if committed Christians killed those people in San Bernardino, didn't happen. Didn't happen. And... When, when the people at that New York newspaper, when they hear that somebody was hurt or somebody suffered or somebody died, oh, they just, they, evidently they can't understand it. 
Have they never seen one of these? Do I have the only one? No, I don't think they understand it. Anytime they have suffering or death, somehow it's an indictment. Was, was Jesus tortured by his own father? That's so weird. It's so weird that it belongs on the cover of a New York newspaper. It's not true. But um, prayer, prayer can't repair this. Well, they just spit it out. So um, while, while such a, a headline um, on a newspaper doesn't affect you, children and grandchildren, young people, Just falling right in, just falling right in. Unless they're unless they know their Catholic faith, unless, unless they understand when Jesus says "must," what he means. I was talking to uh, Kathy Lum yesterday. Kathy and Joe Lum, they have a new grandson. He's yes, Christmas Day he turned nine months old, and I told Kathy, I said, Kathy, uh, Josh lives out in California. I said I haven't seen any pictures of the baby, so yesterday. She took out her phone and she showed me some pictures of the little baby. He's nine months old and he's crawling around. So there's a little video, a little short video of him crawling around. He's learning to crawl and he's learning to growl. Yeah, he's a little boy. <laughs> so he's learning to crawl and he's learning to growl. And so after a few seconds of the video, I said, oh, he's cute. He's really cute. And she, she said, okay, that's enough. Um, she said, there's, there's other stuff on the video I'm not going to show you. See, like his mother kept telling him, get out of the trash. Get out of the garbage. God, stop, stop. Get away from there. He's a boy, right? And so where is he's attracted to the garbage like a magnet, right? He's a boy. Um, he sees mom and dad going over there, and they're dropping stuff in. Well, what are they doing? What are, they keep going over there. I need to go over there, right? So he crawls over there. Now, mom tells him, don't. Stay, stay out of the garbage. Get out of the garbage. Stop. Don't, don't, don't get in there. Don't. Now, that's how we learn in the beginning. That's how we learn. But friends, if, if we grow old and all we know is don't do this and don't do that, you know, then we're not really maturing in our faith. When we read today's gospel, Jesus shows us that he's maturing in his faith. Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? It's not, it's, not, uh, it's not just thou shalt not do this and thou shalt not do that. That's at the beginning. That's how we learn first uh, where the lines are. Um, the, the baby's parents are right. Stay out of the garbage. Um, but later on, that's not enough. It's not enough to carry us through to the very end. Instead, um, I propose this for 2016. It's just around the corner. 2016, instead of 2016 being just a continuation of what we've done before, um, think about this. Instead of, instead of just staying away from the garbage, um, how about um, I attempt to, to do the will of my Father in heaven? Um, instead of doing something negative, like don't do this and don't do that, which, don't get me wrong, those things are helpful at an earlier stage. But we have to mature. We have to mature physically. 
we have to mature spiritually, it, it's not enough to just avoid the garbage. Uh, God wants us to understand his will and to follow it. That's what this is. And that New York newspaper could never, ever, on its best day, understand this, that he is obeying the will of his Father in heaven. Um, the um, um, obeying, the will of the, obeying the will of his Father is something that Jesus tells Mary and St. Joseph. Jesus says, did you not know that I must be in my Father's house? And what did Mary say? Okay. Okay. That's what she said, right? No, that's not what she said. She didn't understand. So what did she say? Well, she said, I give up. I give up. That's enough. That's, that's too much. No, that's not, what, that's not what the gospel said. It says that uh, his mother kept all these things in her heart. Jesus, Jesus lets her know. Jesus lets us know that she was anxious, along with St. Joseph. Um, uh, um, she's, uh, the Blessed Mother said, Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. And Jesus says, Why? Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? He's not being sassy. He's not being disobedient. He's maturing in his faith. And his mother... And St. Joseph, his stepfather, hear him, and they go back and think about it and pray about it. And you know what they probably do, too? They probably talk to him about it, too. Yeah, that's what we do in prayer. We talk to Jesus. They could just sit across from him. And, now, when you said this, what did you really mean? Oh, yeah, wouldn't it be great if I could... This, you know, the only thing stopping me from doing that? The only thing stopping you from doing that? Me. You. Yeah. But we're so distracted today. We're so distracted. It could be it could be power, it could be lust, it could be gossip, it could be alcohol, it could be drugs, it could be all of the above. We are so distracted. That's not what God has made me for. That's not what God has made you for. He wants us to be seeking to do his will at every turn in the road. Um, Jesus said uh, to Our Lady and to St. Joseph, Did you not know that I must be in my Father's house? In the name of the Father, Son of the Holy Spirit.